Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. We are back at it, back together. The band's back together. We are on set. We're on set. We're back. It's it was, been a minute. It has been a minute. I missed you guys. It, I missed you guys too. I'm a, it's part of my week, but uh, <laughs> it's good to be back. Good to catch up, sit, sit down, chatting before we start the show. Yeah. Um, you guys uh, killed it last two weeks. Yeah. Had some great episodes. I was yeah. enjoying listening to you guys. Yeah. It was good. Um, just getting, you know, introducing different things, different Definitely. parts of our lives. Uh, you guys getting to know us a little more. Oh, and thank you so much for uh, the 200 subscribers. Keep uh, liking, comment, and subscribing. We appreciate you guys um, and uh, helping us on our journey. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I. It happened so fast. It did. Right? Yeah. Like, like uh, I feel like we just got to 100 from V, finally liking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually a pretty funny moment. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie and I were sitting there, and she was looking at the video, and I was like, Braga, you're not subscribed. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> and she subscribed, and that was number 100. 100. <laughs> so she was waiting for the big She was bang. holding was out. Yeah. She's like, I can't be like four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> waiting like, for the big number. The truth is she was insulted. She was called a rhino, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> In the first one From of the early episodes. Yeah. First like long one we did. That's right. Yeah. What a journey it's been. But no, it was cool. It was Need to hear you and Jess talk about just life, kind of how things are going with yeah, different things. Yeah, it was things. fun. It was, uh, it was a nice... I'm glad we got to do that. Um, yeah, and I, like I said in that, maybe we can like introduce our your wives into yeah. it and do it. Definitely. Yeah, and then Josh gave a little preview into your world yeah. as well. What a crazy, yeah, amazing yeah. story. Yeah, story of the twins. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I was glad you were able to share that because that's something we yeah. kind of talked about different times in the pod. So Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good. If you haven't watched those, go check them out. They're both fantastic. There you go. <laughs> uh, I was going to tell you a joke about a circle, but they're kind of pointless. Uh. <laughs> you got it? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> There's the dad joke for today. <laughs> oh, seamless. Yeah, right? <laughs> you were waiting for Just that. Just slid in there. Right, very good. When you catch us off guard like that, it's hard to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I had to like look at Ryan for a second. I was like, "What just?" Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> that I joke. like to throw them in randomly. You never know when I'm going to come in with it. <laughs> was this from your book? Yes. Nice. Nice. All right. Some of some of those are a little inappropriate. Are they? That's so, yeah. Everything is these mustard days. seed after hours. Yeah. That's a bonus feature. Subscribe to the Patreon <laughs> for inappropriate dad jokes. There you go. Just it's just a forty minute episode of Andrew just sitting there just telling dad jokes just one jokes after the like other. <laughs> uh, um, we jo- we're joined by uh, Met. He's a Yankee fan. I'm a Mets fan. Uh, so we, I thought spring training's coming up soon. So why not uh, add to our little set? I like it. We got our buck guys. I know we're we're expanding in different ways. Yeah. It seems like we both have opposites in different. I mean, I wouldn't say Notre Dame and Ohio State are opposites, but they have yeah. had a, some competition. We do agree on the Giants, and yep. we are in playoff mode right now. In playoff mode. So, 
been a lot of fun. Last week's game was awesome. Like uh, James said, uh, I like that feeling of winning. <laughs> oh, man, it was just so <laughs> it's cool. It's been a while since that. And those playoff runs were just so much fun. So it just And we lost that for a long time. So it's nice to be back watching yeah. competitive football. I was standing the whole game. But it was it was just such a fun game. I went to my dad's and we were watching just me and him. No kids were there. It was great. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go there um, tomorrow. We're shooting on a Friday. Yeah, um, I kind of it stinks that we're at eight at night because it's not gonna end until about a little after midnight. I know, probably, but I know. Um, it's it is late. What it is. It is what it is. Prime time. I oh, I'm actually love, uh, gonna try to go to uh, Christ the King this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Coming out to Christ the King. Yeah. yeah. We're going to try to, because you were telling me that it's more family oriented. Yes. Because um, we were playing Fortnite uh, a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I was telling him about my experience going to church and just like how it just felt. We went to a Saturday night mass. Uh, we made a little night of it. We dropped the kids off at my parents. Then we went to the mass. Then we went to get sushi. Then we went to, um, I don't know the name of the church. It's uh, over by Mama Lombardi's. Uh, and they do this beautiful village scene. Um, it takes up this whole thing. Uh, maybe I'll set, email Josh a picture. We'll put it over me talking. It's beautiful. Sure. Beautiful. It just like has the nativity set and thousands and thousands of um, these little figures. Just oh, you took this. a video of that. Yeah. That was at yeah. the church? That was at, not, the, not at the church I went to. We went to uh, St. Sylvester's and then we went to another church that has that oh nice very and cool it, it was just like very calm very peaceful and it just very like when you'll see the picture it's just like you'll see like you can just see the love that went into it nice and um i believe this uh priest he travels you know obviously priests go to different churches and he brings a tradition to each church he goes to nice Ooh. and the little scene there that's cool very cool. We went on the last day because like it was until um, January fourteenth, and we were like we got in and we were able to see it because my mom went, um, my dad went, uh, my grandma even went, and so everyone kept telling me, "Oh, you like it, you like," it. and I was like, ah, "It's a village, you know." And then as soon as you get there, it's just like very like, like I felt more at home with that than I did in the mass because the mass was, um, you know, it's always good to listen to what the priest is saying but like you can tell he must have had an off day he didn't want to be like he was just like going through the motions and just like, talking like this and just but and I, I said to ryan too there's this scene in avatar where they where the the group shows up and it's all old people and they this one guy goes welcome to old people camp and that's how i felt <laughs> because it was just like old people and just maybe like 20 people it was sad yeah that the trends these days i feel like i think we are out of the norm what we do have at christ the king like just in a live parish is just yeah it's yeah. very lively yeah, yeah definitely especially at that, that 10 o'clock the family mass i mean yeah. it's packed and there's lots of families so yep and and yeah father robbie he you know he never phoned it in he's he's always he's always on it so oh, yeah back yeah. in the day i remember just going like it was filled my church with kids and families and then after mass the kids would run around in the yard and play tag yeah I do remember and the parents that too. would talk and it was just like so much and i just like we said a couple episodes ago about the nuns you know and just like there's a lot of that going out there and like 
that's where I had that light. Like, what can we do to try to like bring people back to like, just like, just to faith itself. Uh, just really thinking about that a lot, you know, I love that topic. And I think that's what we're all called to do at this point and how it's important in the way we live that can help kind of bring that to, because I almost feel like the lot of it has to do with uh, the thought of like, it's my grandmother's religion or type of deal. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I worry about when I'm older and now as a younger person, it's like, this just doesn't apply to me. Um, so it, I think more likely more often than not, when we go into a parish that it's a little bit of an older crowd. Um, but when you're graced with a priest like father Rob and someone who is really like understanding of how to communicate kind of like our faith, it creates just an alive parish. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's a tough, it's a tough topic, but I want to be able to like figure that out too, right? Like how do we get to that point where we're bringing more people? One in? thing that you just said about being younger mm -hmm. and then where you are at now, I wrote this down because someone was taught, like I wanted to talk today about like addiction, mm -hmm. like, and how a lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot, like there's multiple things. It doesn't just have to be alcoholism or there's a bunch of different things that people struggle with and they fight through it and one thing that i wrote down is we will battle things in our adulthood that we thought we uh we thought we were that we thought that were harmless in our youth run from the run from those things like mm. try not to you know bring it into your adulthood sure i can definitely relate to that there's just things that like you do throughout high school college and it's just like it's just a phase or you whatever and then all of a sudden you're like wait a second now i'm 28 and i'm still like you know a part of different things that i've had from days that i was just like oh when i get older i'll get through it right but it's <laughs> easier said than done um that's for sure yeah that and that can relate to so many different things like you said it's not necessarily like when you think addiction i think the first thing you think is like drug and alcohol mm -hmm. but it, yeah it can be a variety of different things just like your habits um for a while, it was like all I wanted to do was play video games. And I wouldn't say I was addicted, but it was something that was just like, that was where I spent my time. Um, and it was like harder to get away from that. I remember that was one of the things I thought about after or leading up to getting married. I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to play video games as much as I wanted to. Like, that's one of those adjustments. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it could be anything. Well, honestly, yeah. Any, anything, any habit that we have, it can become too much, you know. Definitely. Of anything, eating, even just, I don't know, soda, like sugar, you know, and oh, yeah. all that stuff, like big time. Definitely. And I think that's the whole point of Exodus, right? We've talked about it many times, but that gives you a moment because it's hard to, to identify what it is that you're technically addicted to. So if you really remove yourself from everything, you start to see like, wait, what am I leaning on? Well, there are people I feel that will push it on the back burner, like, I'm not that bad. It's mm -hmm. not that bad. We've talked about this before where you're like doing things, but you're justifying it mm. by like, well, look at that guy. And there's that um, saying in the Bible, like you got the wood in your eye, but you're looking right. Yes. I love that line. So yeah. look at like, look internally before you start to kind of judge everyone else. You can't get um, everything right without Christ or, you know, he would have, he wouldn't be there in your life. Like mm -hmm. you can't think like you can get everything without him. There's a reason why he entered into your life because he needs to be there. Um, then there's 
there's this one um, Bible verse about like how God won't like he you go through your struggles like with addiction or whatever you're going through maybe overspending a shopaholic or uh, it could even be pornography some people struggle with that it could be alcoholism drugs or anything like that but God doesn't just it's in your life but he knows you can get out of it he's not gonna like leave you in a situation that you can't get out of unless you are totally like not listening not willing to let him in to help you yeah i listened to the catholic stuff you should know podcast this week and the topic that they talked about was atonement and how jesus atoned our sins right like his death on the cross was the atonement of our sins and like what that really kind of means and it's like things like this like struggling with something like sins and what the beautiful thing about our faith is is that Jesus bared all of our sins on the cross and like he was the ultimate sacrifice and his sacrifice gives us the grace to be able to get away from these addictions and the things that we're struggling with so how powerful it can be to rely on him to be able to surrender like what you're going through and just kind of offer it up to him and i'm probably going to say it wrong can you i wrote it down um there's two proverbs proverbs there's two um proverbs that are just they're very like strong and like i was reading them like when i was preparing for this and um like i don't i don't want to keep going but hey josh can you read can you read the two they're short can you say it? Sure. So the first one is Proverbs 23, 35, 35 verse 35. I like this. We're going to the computer. 20, 23, 35? 23, 35, yes. 23, 35. All right. Here we go. So that says, they struck me, you will say, but I was not hurt. They beat me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake? I must have another drink. <laughs> the way you said drink. <laughs> but that's a very strong like that's Jesus talking obviously <laughs> he, said, he said I need another drink <laughs> the way you said it Josh I don't know why I don't know why I said it that way but <laughs> he went into dad mode reading his book <laughs> I was like telling it to myself like oh I need another drink <laughs> your brain was processing it as you said it, You're it like, was, I need yeah. another drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, sorry. Bring it in. So what was the... <laughs> it's just Jesus talking like about this, what he went through. And I feel like he can deal with the pain and not feel it. He did it all for us. Like we can deal with that. So that addiction that you are struggling with or someone is struggling with. And there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And um, uh, the pro- Proverbs. Proverbs. Yeah. Proverbs. Verbs. Um, I got one more for you, Josh. Okay. 28, 13. Yeah, 28 verse 13. <laughs> I'll try to sound a little better. <laughs> uh, those who conceal their sins do not prosper, but mm. those who confess and forsake them obtain mercy. Wow. There we go. Nice. So those are just like two very powerful yeah. um, things that like you can relate to if you are struggling and just like, there is a way out and the main thing is throwing yourself into christ like anything that blocks your um 
way to the Lord is that just you got to push it out of your way and move forward, get him out of your path. Mm. Yeah, that's great. And I love that word like that you don't prosper in the sense of like it, it causes you to like be still and like to, you know, to not grow. And that's so true. Like I can think about times in my life where I like wasn't vulnerable enough with people or like you know, especially my bride. Or like I didn't go to confession for a little while. And like you feel that way. You feel like you're kind of stunted in, in a sense of like I'm kind of like spiritually flat. I'm flatlining in a sense of like all kinds of things. So yeah, it's like powerful. Yeah. I think that a lot of people struggle with that. Like what you were saying is just like flatlining in mm. a way. Just going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. Like a sedentariness. And, and when you're going through that type of feeling, I feel like it makes it. Like you can dive into different things from scriptures to whatever it is that you're trying to say, like, I'm going to use my faith. But until you really, like you said in the proverb, uh, announce it, right? You're, if you're holding it in or concealing it, it's like you do really feel stuck. Like I, I can relate to that. I felt like before Christmas time, um, I hadn't been to confession in a while. And I was trying my best to be like moving forward spiritually and like reading and praying and stuff. But I still felt stuck. And I realized, I was like, I got to go to confession. Like, there's just this freeing feeling of, of confession and laying it all down and, and then saying, Jesus, like, you've suffered for these sins. Like, and he can really uplift them and let you go forward. So that's really powerful. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember talking to Father Rob before, and he said this incredible thing that was like, that's like divine mercy is like bringing things out into the light. So like whenever you kind of hold things within you, it causes you to, to be stuck, causes you to kind of like remain in this like dark place. But the second that you recognize, no, there's brokenness, there's sin, like I have sinned and then confess it, bring it to a priest. It's like you're bringing it out into the light and then it gets like destroyed when it's in the light, you know, and it's just this like incredible sense of what like God's mercy is. It's like you understanding and and. and revealing that you're not perfect and you have, you have brokenness and I've fallen, but like the Lord wants you to experience that so that you remember like uh, you, that you need him, that mm. you need him in the sense of that. And then the mercy flows, you know? Yeah. That's right. something um, I feel like I struggle with. Like I'll keep it down. I'll keep it buried. But then you find ways to cope that aren't the best way. And that's part of the reason people fall into that word that we were talking about addiction and that's one thing it's like you what josh was saying i got to talk it into the light so that it beams it away and i'm i'm very i'm guilty of that countless of times like i feel like i've had a hard like definitely a hard month this month but even with you focus on other things that just aren't important. Like I was like obsessed with my weight loss and how I look. And I feel like that took away from what I'm supposed to be as bringing Christ into my house. And I was very vain, not like not totally vain, but just like in my own, like constantly weighing myself, constantly doing things, not enjoying certain events that we're going to just thinking about that pound that I'm going to gain. And at a certain point it, isn't your health that you're you're just doing it for yourself which isn't a bad thing but like once you get really into it it just like kind of eats at you and you're the statue of a person that you're just going through the motions and you're not like you said speaking like 
bringing Christ into your house, putting it into the light to obliterate um, all the bad feelings. And I have been really struggling, like where I'm like feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. And then like you have those days where you're really like dragging your feet, not feeling yourself, just like not talking. And like I'm very sometimes like could be a very like bubbly person, like if I'm like really happy, like you can tell. And if I'm like bummed out, like something's weird about me, like you can definitely tell. And like, I feel like I've had too many of those days where it's just like, what's wrong with me? I'm not here. I'm not present. Mm. That's very relatable in so many ways because you, I feel like that's a normal thought of once you start like doing things well, it's so hard not to all of a sudden be like, I got this under control, (laughs) like you know? And the idea of, surrendering at all times even when things are good and allowing god to be in your life in each moment it's a hard thing to do and it's a hard thing to do day in and day out um but that's where that relationship is just so important and that's what like i feel like i want to continue to work on in my life and the idea of like where is my relationship with god like in each moment you know in the good and the bad like what does that look like and how do you constantly i'm almost like trying to create that consistency um, and a lot of it has to do with different moments in prayer. Because um, when I feel like when things are going well, it's almost like you pray a little less because it's like, yeah. ah, I'm good. Like, but when things are bad, it's like the easiest thing to be like, mm-hmm. hey, like I need help. Like, how do we do this and stuff? So I've been working on that the past few months and it feels like I've created a little bit more consistency because it's just these are the rhythms of my day. Like, I, you know, prayer is what keeps yeah. things consistent. And I, I like that you said that and brought that up because I think in the beginning, right, I really included prayer into my life. And every morning I would thank God for my journey and like losing weight and like getting the willpower. Um, and then as time went on, you kind of, you're doing you're like, it. I got and you're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're praying less and less about it. You're mm. thanking less and less because he gave like it's my willpower but like he gave it to me and i wasn't thanking him for it and i started going back to it and i've been feeling a little better and then like a lot of other things like where something happens to you and you're always like woe is me and that's one of the self-pity party that we throw ourselves and that's one thing too it's like also a very dangerous thing because then it brings other things into your life like i get it like i've been that way my whole life just like well, why is this happening to this person? Or um, So I've talked about it before. I have dyslexia and uh, ADHD, and I can't, you know, I'm not a very good speller. <clears throat> so one thing, too, like I've always struggled with is like even like seeing someone younger than me, like, oh, they're going to be able to read and I'm not, I'm stupid. And just like always putting that, like pushing yourself down um is just like very uh it hurts the soul because like everything is given to you for a reason and what i have i would have not like i've accomplished a lot with my dyslexia like i thought i would be working at a mcdonald's or not making money or not doing anything and i've come such a long way of just like even that shyness of just like being able to talk to people thinking like oh is my vocabulary like that good or just even like doing something like this is just, but I enjoy one thing and deal about me is like, I enjoy like making people laugh or just talking and uh, getting to just like 
this what we're doing relationships yeah and the like keyword ryan just said is relationships and to take that self-pity that you're throwing you have to make a relationship with yourself and relationship with god you have to do the forgiveness of yourself a lot of people too don't forgive themselves like they that's one thing that they just beat themselves down constantly Mm. and you're not supposed to do that Mm. like things will open up like not everything revolves around um a situation that is um in your mind the end all be all but in god's mind it's like that's just the next step yeah you'll get there and then there's a flight of stairs as soon as you get over that tall one yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then it's important for us to remember too and and, uh, thank you andrew for for sharing all that that was that was really great and to remember too that like when we find ourselves in those places of like oh this person's smarter than me or this person's better than me like look at this look at all this it's like um for us to remember that like Satan is is the father of lies, right? And he's the great he's the great accuser. And that's how he gets at us, right? So he he like he knows our weaknesses and then he kind of pricks at that. And he'll hit it and hit it and hit it and hit it. And uh oftentimes it's it's that. You'll you know, he wants to put lies within us that we we start to believe and then we kind of fall into disparity or or on the flip side, it's like the lies that we you know, that we can do this without God, you know. Um and uh all of that can, can kind of contribute to this this sense of, um, that's lost my train of thought. <laughs> but yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, of course, yeah. and that's kind of the whole. Those situations create aloneness, if that's the right word for it, in a sense, right? And that's well, what isolation, isolate all of that, yeah, right? Yeah. And the whole idea here is is relationship, relationship with God, relationship with our families, with our friends, and yeah. those little struggles can create isolation and separates and creates the divide um so yeah i think that's such a relatable thing for for so much so many people and um in in different ways right like that whole conversation is is so (laughs) relatable in different ways yeah exactly different ways like you don't have to have a disability there could be someone who you think has it all but then they're struggling with their own inner fight Yeah. yeah and so that's actually really cool because i had this thought this week about what like the flip side of it in a sense of like we're talking about kind of um struggles and 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 relationships and um isolation but also like what is the solution to it and i've always heard the idea of like you need to live with christ or listen to his words and i always was like what does that mean right because the idea that i came to is that like it's different for every single person you know like you could be listening to us talk about different things and that's why i think having all these podcasts available to us is so great because you can hear different things and kind of relate to it in different ways. But like, so i read this line this week and it was, um, we are created in God's likeness. I'm sorry, in God's image to live in his likeness, right? I've always heard the lines. It was just like, you're creating his image and likeness, but the word live in the middle of it was really cool for me. And I was like that, it just like clicked all of a sudden. Cause I was thinking about it okay, what does that mean to live in his likeness? And that can be completely different for every single person. Mm. But the root of it is finding what that means through God's words. And those words are available to us in the scriptures, in the catechism, in all these different things. And it's just a matter of kind of tapping into it and allowing yourself to kind of 
let that transform what it is in your life. And for you, Andrew, like as you're talking about just different, like that topic of like the struggles and different things, like you can read something like you brought up Proverbs and like that clicked. And that was something that was like relatable and kind of like appropriate to that situation. Right. And then I can read that and I could apply that same line to like something different in my situation. So like, that's such an amazing thing. And that's how God's word is alive and Mm -hmm. active. Um, But what the root of it, I was trying to get to is the sense that like all of this, this amazing faith that we have can really look different in every single person. Um, And that's something that I think like for me growing up was always a little discouraging in a sense. It was like, I can't be that holy person because that's just not who I am. So because I can't be that holy person, then maybe this faith is just like something I'm going to put on the side for a little while. Um, And maybe that's why we're not at church and it's just the older people that are at church. But it's understanding that this can relate to your life individually. Like God loves you individually. So everything that is available to us can look different. It doesn't always have to be the same. Yeah, and that's that's that famous line from from Pope Benedict when he was he was like in an interview or something, and somebody asked him, "Well, like, how many ways are there to get to heaven?" And that's the famous line of like he said, "As many as there are people." Yeah, I love you that. Know? And that's that's so true. Like, you know, God has a will for us and a plan for us, and it doesn't look like anybody else's. It's our own, and we have to kind of just lean into Him, seek the sacraments, pray, and live outwardly. And then we can achieve that, achieve whatever his will is for us and ultimately become saints, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, it's really easy to say that. <laughs> but man, I mean, it's hard. It's hard as hell, but Always. honestly. And, um, but, you know, that's yeah. what you got to do. Stay vigilant. And- we should have that. That's our disclaimer on everything. It's like, we're figuring it out. You know, as <laughs> yeah. much as we talk about it, it doesn't yeah. mean we know it. It's just like, that's the best part about it. And that's what I think is something we said in the beginning of the episode. It's like, how do you bring more people to the church? It's like just more authentic conversation. Like, you know, no one has it figured out. You're just all trying to learn. But the amazing thing is that like we have all these resources that are available to us now. Um, It makes it fun. Yeah, definitely. And so I think kind of bringing it back into, into addiction, like understanding that doing that, like having to live outwardly is so important. Because that's the big fear with, with addiction is like it tends to be an isolated event. People don't want to share it. They're ashamed of it. There's this guilt and regret and pain. And But the second that people, te- and obviously I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about this stuff. But like <laughs> from what I can tell, when people kind of live outwardly and when they admit that they have problems, when they kind of share this stuff with people is kind of when the healing comes in. And so the second that we understand that we're communal people and we we need to go outward and to seek others. We can't pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps, right? Yeah. And so um, having that realization of trying to be outward and, and, and that, I think, really can help It's a big us. step, right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote this down, too. I wanted to say it. I said, kind of said it, but I said it wrong. Um, you cannot get anything right without Christ or else he would have, uh, he would have had to come. He wouldn't have to come. Mm. like that's one thing like, yeah he had to come yeah. he had to yeah had to come. for us you know definitely he had to the only way i like that Andrew. that's really good yeah because there was this divide and a separation like you read the old testament and you go through it all and there you just see the brokenness and you see the separation and it wasn't until christ came that 
finally allowed us to have like a full avenue and way to, to God and complete access. And you guys mentioned it. Yes. Um, you and Jess on your little episodes that you guys did, like the old and the new, you know, everything that is in the old, like is revealed in the new, right. And everything in the new is connected yeah, to the old. <laughs> There's the old, but yeah, like, and in the middle of all of that is God, is God in Jesus is Jesus who, you know, brings us all together. This was a neat thing too, actually, I was thinking about, or what I heard this week was the, um, the gospels and how so many saints talk about the gospels and, um, we'll, we'll bring it around with them and, and lean into the gospels and all like the amazing ways we can constantly like just hear God's words through all the gospels and those readings, right? All the gospels can affect you in so many different ways. And I, I remember talking to V about this and she was talking, I think we brought it up on an episode. She was talking about St. Therese, a little flower, St. Therese Lucy, right? Who lived this crazy, just committed life to God and her faith. And her life was something that I don't think I would ever be able to do. Talk about like St. Um, Therese of Calcutta, right? Like Teresa or Therese? Teresa. Teresa, right? So any saint, we talk about any saint. The way they laid down their lives for God is just tremendous, right? And I feel like there's always this like distance of sending like, okay, that's really cool, but I can't do that, right? So it's another reason to like just say, ah, my faith is my faith and I'll just kind of keep it here. But they embraced God's words and we can embrace God's words the same way, but it can look different. Like for us as fathers, like I've been thinking about this more and more and it's like, me embracing God's words means I wake up every morning and I want to make sure I start my day, you know, allowing God to be in my life. But then it means I'm going to work and I'm going to work as hard as I can in those moments. And then when I come home, I'm going to be as present as I can. And I'm going to do the little things around the house and be as present for Veronica in each moment and then go to bed and do it all over again. And that's like right now how God is is working in my life, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that I need to drop everything and go join a Franciscan order or something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's it's not that extreme, but it's always that God is working in your life and it just relates to each person a little bit differently. I don't know if that makes sense, but I it just kind of clicked a little bit to me. I was like, you could still listen to God's word and it doesn't necessarily mean like you got to go run off and become a priest. Like you can just live this life in whichever way God is asking you to. It's just a matter of allowing God to like yeah. speak that into your into existence. And that's our vocation. You know, that's what our, that's what it means for that and for us, us to have a vocation. Um, I remember it was, it was something that was really big in, in Claire's life. So my, my, my wife, she for the longest time was convinced like the only way to become a saint is to become a religious, become like a priest, become a sister, whatever, a nun. And so she was convinced that oh she's she just needs to be a nun then because then she'll get to heaven you know because mm-hmm. that's the only way because that she's convinced but it wasn't until she a met me and then b like, <laughs> realized that like no like everybody has that chance everybody has the opportunity to it just looks different it looks so dramatically different it's like what you're saying like when when you are married and when you have kids it's like serving them loving them taking care of them like your family is how you do it. That's how you do it. And sure, that doesn't look as glorious as going out and saving orphans and all this stuff. 
but that's that's it right there. That's the purification. That's the sanctification that, that we, you know, as married people, like that's that's what it looks like for us, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And that's where it's like, this isn't some crazy far off thing. Like, guys, this yeah. is about living every day. It's in day. your home. It's, it's in your, your home. Every it's moment, you know? Everything. Yeah. Being yeah. with friends, like just living. Yeah. Um, this is cool. I like how we got to this. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, do the draft. Let's we go. haven't done a draft in a little bit. Um, we're going to do side dishes. I believe Ryan starts. Right? I do start. Mm. Uh, I don't remember, but. I think I do it, start. Is it me then? Or is it. Because I think. I think I did beverages first. You started with beverages, and then I think it went to me, then right, back. So. so it goes to me, and then Josh, and then Andrew, and then back and around. That's wrong, man. So you're last. Andrew will do two. Yes. Okay. All right. Side dishes. Side dishes. Mm. Okay. The number one draft pick of side dishes. Um, I'm going to take French fries. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Imagine we just did like, and then Josh goes, I'm going to go curly fries. <laughs> yeah, just I'm going to go, fries. I'm waffle fries. <laughs> Loaded fries. <laughs> Chili fries. Who? Well, if you guys had to pick your favorite fry, what would it be? I love waffle fries. If I, I do can like get waffle, waffle fries, fries, I'll take waffle fries. I feel like every time, I've, you know, like the shoestring fries where like it's a little bit oh. smaller and there's always like crazy mm. seasoning like yeah. on it. Like I love, I love that. Like whenever it's like breaded and like seasoned, not breaded, but like when it's like yeah, it's got really a little season, you know? pop to yeah. it. Like, have it's you had Checkers it. fries? Uh, I don't think so. Because uh, Checkers, Checkers fries has like yeah. seasoning on it. Have you had Checkers? Yeah, fries? Yeah. yeah, right there, a little yeah, seasoning yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah I, I think waffle would be the first thing. Do you guys remember the smiley face fries? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just had them the other day. It was funny. It's like, oh man, I haven't seen these in years. Um, all right, so you said French fries. Yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna do stuffing. I think. Yes, I knew Josh would do <laughs> yeah, that after yeah. he started. It. <laughs> oh yeah, when we mentioned it before. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. stuffing. <laughs> well, we t- I just had it for dinner today too. Nice. Well, not for dinner with dinner. <laughs> Josh just had a bowl of stuffing. <laughs> bowl of stuffing. <laughs> You got it, Andrew. I'm gonna take mashed potatoes, Ooh. and then I'm also gonna take corn. Like mm. the, oh, I like um, like on the cob or like. So since I'm going mash, I'm gonna go all in the like off. Yeah. And I like to put it in the mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. a little mix action there. All right, I like it. I feel like we could do a draft like just on potatoes. I was gonna say that <laughs> because so many <laughs> options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go broccoli because I nice. actually I love broccoli. Yeah, like a nice Josh. What the? Broccoli. I was ready to take broccoli. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't think anyone would. Yeah, I love broccoli. Broccoli, so good. Go to. Yeah. We uh, Ronnie and I when we make uh, vegetables, put a little uh, adobo and paprika. paprika. Mm. Money with some olive oil on there. Adobo. 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 Is it adobo or adobo? Is it's that a, a seasoning. seasoning. Yeah, it's oh, a seasoning. I've never you find heard it. that. Find it in the seasoning aisle. Um, yeah, it's really good. Honestly, you I know who introduced it to me? Pile. <laughs> yeah, James, when I was living with James, he just had it in the cabinet. I was like, what is this? All right. <laughs> so shout out James for, for opening our eyes to Adoba. What's so funny? Well, you grew up, you grew up with James, so you lived with him a long time. No, I, know. I know you lived with him in the apartment, yeah. for, but I'm just... Uh, that's also inside true. joke laughing. Yeah, when I see, that's I'm like, right. Oh, we literally shared a room for 18 years, <laughs> and every day he had adobo. <laughs> he didn't tell me until he moved out. He's like, 
I'm, <laughs> Ryan's leaving. He's like, here, take, try this adobo. He's like, take my adobo. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, always remember me, but this adobo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, all right, I got two picks yeah, here now, two, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take um, mac and cheese. Mm. I think that's kind of an easy one, mm. right? Love mac and cheese. Um, this was a tough one, but I, I think... Because now I've been doing it a little bit more when I go out to like uh, sandwich places or different things. Coleslaw. Oh, I was gonna be mine. <laughs> we traded. <laughs> huh, I like coleslaw. Oh man, one of my favorite things in the world is having like a like a pulled pork sandwich with some coleslaw on top, yeah. right? Oh, really good. Oof. There's this place that we went to. It was actually our when we were at uh, regionals for college baseball. We there was a restaurant we went to. I think we went there like every night, and they had burger with coleslaw on it. it was mm. So good. Mm. Really good. Yeah, I'm a fan. Love it. All right. I'm going to say pasta salad. All right. Yeah. My mom used to make this one. It was like the rotini pasta and the noodles. And then she would put like, you know, fresh cucumber and tomato and carrot and all this stuff. And then would use a wishbone Italian dressing. Ooh. And it was That's, one of my favorite things ever. I love it so much. That sounds really good. I like that. Your mom makes a really good mm. uh, pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pasta salad. Mm. Pasta salad. I'm fighting with myself in my head. Uh, I'm going to take um, Graham's biscuits, the flaky ones. Oh. Wow. Yeah, there there you go. go. I didn't yeah. even think about like bread. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pretty much went sides of Thanksgiving. Dinner rolls. <laughs> yeah. Dinner rolls. I love Graham's. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Good biscuits. You like grits? Yeah. You like your grits. I don't know. I probably have had grits before, but I don't know if I've. I, I can't remember. I've never had grits. I've so had I grits don't know. I I probably have, but it's not. It's it's all right. It's like kind of blah. It's like eating sand. I've been to like Georgia a bunch like, of my life, so I've definitely yeah. had it, but I have no memory of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a very forgettable type of mm. thing, right? I think it's just like one of those things that they push because it's just. Cheap. You know, yeah, they Really cheap. Isn't grits a more of a breakfast side too? Yeah, it's a breakfast, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it just it's porridge? Like, like, so, like when I, I'm it's envisioning porridge. like the like with biscuits, they do like the sausage gravy and biscuits mm. with like a side of grits. You know what I really love, and I don't have often. I mean, it's completely off topic, but uh, jambalaya. Yeah, or like a nice gumbo, yeah. like something like that. Like, oh, I remember one of the the first year we were married. I and my wife was really into crockpot meals, mm. and uh, and they were not good. <laughs> but I made. We'll a, cut a, that part. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> I, um, I made a jambalaya once with like shrimp and all that stuff, and oh man, it was it was really good. Nice. All that to say, but. I, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but that's yeah, pretty good, right? Just saying. Um, <laughs> I got a roast. You know. <laughs> Check the, the link, link in the below. <laughs> Join on Patreon if you want our. Yeah, if you want Josh's jumbo. <laughs> that or bean dip. We're gonna make a. We're just gonna do like a, like, a, like a kitchen yeah. channel where I'm like cooking. Yes, <laughs> Chef Vito. Yeah. In the Patreon. Join Patreon. Yeah, um, opportunities are endless. Please here. like, comment, subscribe. Uh, a lot of you who are watching aren't subscribed. You see that unsubscribe button? Hit it. You want Hit them to the unsubscribe? The, the oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, ignore what I just said. 
That's why people aren't subscribing. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them to unsubscribe. Yeah, <laughs> Guys, everyone, unsubscribe. <laughs> we want this to be at zero by next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're just gone. It's just like I'm filming an empty table. Like, <laughs> Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah. Note. Wow, we, we've had a giggles podcast today. Yeah. But, uh, this is what happens when we haven't been together in a while. Appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, thank you for watching. Um, please subscribe, um, like, comment, uh, drink some real tea. Drink some real tea, mm. and uh, stay rooted in Christ. Yeah, thanks for listening. Peace. Thank you. Go Giants. Go Giants.